title of this writing is Game Plan. Here's the problem with sports analogies. Even though football is the most popular American sport, not everyone likes football, and those who don't understand it even less. Now, with that caveat out of the way, I will still kick off this recording with this. To score without a game plan has worse odds than being successful on third and 20. Like losing football teams, many of us have only one game plan. The same one we execute day after day, even though it's not working. Here are two things I've come to realize over the years. A game plan cannot be in cement. Two, we need more than one. The less flexible your plan, the more often you're going to lose. When you get married to one way of doing things, you divorce your options. Hey, I'm all for sticking with a plan that's working. If you indulge me another football reference, I'll run over right tackle until they stop me. But if you continue to run that play after being stopped time after time, it's like playing football without a helmet. You'll be dazed and confused, and you're going to lose. The most successful skill to develop in game planning is to recognize that the one you have in place isn't working. It's not that we can't see our plan's lack of results. It's more an issue of pride of ownership that gets in our way. One way to counter our pride is just a simple shift in language. Refer to your plan as the plan rather than my plan. I'm amazed till this day with people who claim ownership of things not working. Here's an example I wrote years ago from something called the Success Triangle. It sheds more light on this misuse of language. Suppose you say you're shy, not artistic, clumsy, or not very smart. These are expressions that hold you in place. I'm not suggesting that you say an affirmation like, I am artistic. I believe there's a part of your mind that knows that's just not accurate. If you believe you're not artistic and you want to change your belief, a place to start is in the past. In the past is a phrase that works its own magic when continuously applied. If it's your habit to say, I'm not very artistic, say something like this instead. In the past, I haven't been very artistic. The consistent referencing of the observation as in the past is what they call a pattern interrupt. The pattern interrupt in the past sets the stage for your mind to come up with additional options that will move you forward and have your talent ooze out. Many people hold their state of health in place with words. The most destructive label is the word my. My arthritis won't allow me to play tennis anymore. My diabetes leaves me with little energy. Two things that will give you more power immediately are, one, drop the word my from any disease process. Two, apply in the past to any limitation you ascribe to the disease. For example, in the past, arthritis has kept me from playing tennis. In the past, diabetes has caused me to feel less energetic. My is a word to which we've been conditioned that means ownership. Who the heck wants to own arthritis? I'm not suggesting this shift in language will make arthritis or diabetes disappear. What I am suggesting is, if you refer to it in the past and remove ownership, you may find your situation more palatable. Better yet, if there's a way your mind can help you ease or put this disease behind you, this new language will facilitate the process. Your goal in life may never change, but to have a better chance of reaching it, your game plan has to, perhaps multiple times and often in midstream. I don't know where I first heard it, but it has stuck with me ever since. The most flexible person wins. Be open to more flexibility when planning the game of life, and you'll be able to show off your 
touchdown dance more often. All the best, John.